On behalf of Rebuilding Your Life Radio and the Train Your Brain, Claim Your Power Calls, welcome. I'm your host, Susan Shereko. Tammy Harwood is joining me today to talk about her first book in a series. It's called I Am Not the Moonlight Camp Killer. Now, Tammy has been a fan of science fiction and fantasy for young adults since she was a, a young person herself. And so let's find out more about how Tammy brought that enjoyment forward to becoming a published author herself. Please use your hands to welcome Tammy Harwood. Hello, Tammy. Welcome. Hello, Susan. Okay. I'm so glad you could get to the show today. Uh, I want to find out right away, when did you realize that you wanted to write your own science fiction adventures? I guess when I was 40, I, I realized that I had had a full life and I still had enough time to have to do whatever I wanted to do. And what I really wanted to do and love more than anything in the world is to write a fantasy science fiction novel. How wonderful. So how did you go about working that into your life? I mean, at that point you were, I assume, married, maybe had children? Yes. Married, two children, um, full-time work, doing construction project management for our own business. Um, I decided to uh, get some more education, more education. Mm -hmm. So I um, did a search and found uh, a program at Seton Hill University for writing popular fiction. And I actually chose to get an MFA there. Um, They had a low residency program which mm-hmm. means that uh, you could you could go to the school in person for two weeks in the year, but the rest of the time it was done on um, virtually. Oh, wonderful! Mm-hmm. So that took a lot of time. Did you get a lot of support from your family and friends and interested parties? I got a lot of support, yes, from family, friends, and interested parties, yes. <laughs> you can do this, Tammy, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, Specifically, so, my oldest son, Lance, because mm-hmm. I called him, I said, I think I'm going to give up. And he said, no, Mom, you can do this. I know you can. Awesome. Don't we love having supportive children? <laughs> yeah. Now, you know, Tammy, this, this particular novel required that you create your own world. Now, what's special about the characters in this book and the series, I gather, that they're pretty much the same characters moving forward? They have quantic powers, which is something that I made up, quantic powers, based okay. on quantum mechanics, quantum physics. Um, but they're like superpowers. Uh, they got them from a meteor from another planet. Um, and uh, the story that I made up about this meteor crashing on the planet Earth was that um, 
it it came from another planet. It crashed on the planet Earth, and particles from this meteor um, work on people to give them powers. And so what kind of powers does that translate into? Yeah, that's a good question. My um, main character, Liam, the power that he gets is that he can heal himself from anything, no matter what. So uh, it, it does it automatically, in, including that it heals him from aging. So he ends up being immortal and he lives forever. Mm. That is um, that one. The other two main characters are telekinetic mm-hmm. in that they can move themselves from one place to another or move objects from one place to another. And that is particularly useful for him, my um, supporting character, Drew, because he is a shoplifter. Mm. <laughs> I guess this would be helpful. <laughs> yes. Yes, you can levitate whatever it is you're trying to take out of the store. <laughs> it's not even levitating. It's just automatically moving it from where it oh, is wow. to your hand. Yeah. Sort of like a Star Trek's moment when you go through the tele, um, teleporter. You just vanish. Right. Yeah. Yes. It's like you're okay. teleporting. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's teleporting it from the shelf where it is to your hand. Fascinating. Now, you also use another term in the book, calling someone a scion. What is that? Uh, scion um, is anybody with psychic powers. So they they can do they do they hear other people's thoughts or they just so under- that's the third character that I have. Mm-hmm. Her name is Maddie. And her power is hearing people's thoughts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. So those are pretty powerful thoughts for maneuvering around fellow earthlings. Um, why why are they here with this? Are, you know, are, they're, they're earthlings to begin with who've run into this meteorite. Um, how did, you know, do they have a purpose? Is that being controlled from somewhere outside in space as to what they're going to do with these powers? No, they just get the powers. They find the meteor they and they get these powers unexpectedly. They didn't mean to, and so they get these powers. Um, do they run into villains? I mean, are, is, do they become oh, oh, yeah. like Batman yeah, or yeah. Superman, <laughs> you know, dealing with all the bad people on the Earth? Well, the villain... His name is Asher. His power is that he can steal anybody else's power. So all these powers that I've just talked about, he can steal them from other people. Wow. So yeah. how do they protect themselves? That's part of what's going on in the book is they mm-hmm. are um, hiding from this uh, powerful um, alien. And whose name is Asher. And they 
they don't um so yeah and they'd like to fight him they'd like to defeat him that's what they're hoping to do Mm -hmm. um so yeah wow you know tammy i i want to let our audience know that you must be a really cool mom (laughs) i mean not only do you write science fiction uh, which is cool in and of itself, but you love going to Comic Cons and dressing up in costumes. Uh, did did yes. your kids participate in all that with you? I made them. You made them. Yep. Now wait, you made the costumes, or you made the kids do it? <laughs> I made the kids do it. Yeah. Oh wow. <laughs> and did they fall in love with it the way you had? Um, they. They did, maybe not the way that I did. I mean, my go-to costume is Gamora, who is from um, uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy from the movie. And Mm -hmm. so Gamora is all green. Gamora is painted green. So (laughs) uh, nobody in my family has ever gone that far. For sure. Okay. But okay. my kids love to do that. They love to. My older son, Lance, um, he plays Warhammer a lot, all the time. So Warhammer is like Dungeons and Dragons, except you're building armies to fight against other armies. Um, ah, okay. My youngest child, Corey, um, mm-hmm runs uh ran a Dungeons and Dragons club with her friends for years and she, so she's totally into it um do they go awesome. to comic cons i guess they do yeah but you don't go with them anymore no i don't go with them anymore they're in college <laughs> so god knows what they're doing <laughs> now do they enjoy your writing well, only my youngest, whose name mm-hmm. is Corey, who did the um who did the narration for the book for the audible oh wonderful sorry um read the whole book, but um my oldest son hasn't read it yet that means that's that's not unusual with families <laughs> right, neither has it's- my husband. That's neither has your husband. Okay, right. I, I when I wrote my book, I my husband did read it, and the best thing that came out of that is that when some friend of his had a problem, he would give him a copy of my book and say, "Here, read this. Susan can help you with this." So, <laughs> <laughs> so it was good for book sales. That's right. Anyway, <laughs> so um, you have an audio book, which I think is fantastic. You know, I yes. have uh, I I always recommend that authors have audible audibles because half the world doesn't read anymore. They they run and they you know they multitask while they're running or they drive and they multitask by having their earpods in and listening to the audible. Yes. So yeah. yes. Speaking of which, where is the book? Now let me repeat the name here. It's I am not the Moonlight Camp Killer. Where is that available? It's available in Barnes and Noble and Amazon. Okay, and I gather um, online bookstores both are them as as well as um, physical stores. 
uh, I believe they're starting to get um, distributed to physical stores, the mm -hmm. hard copies. In fact, I just okay. received um, the hardback, and it's oh, beautiful. Oh, isn't that fun? Isn't it fun to get a hardback, hold it in your hand? Beautiful. Yes. yes. So I'm when will that, you are doing a follow-up as a series? When will that book be be done? Um, well, um, my husband is retiring this year, and mm -hmm. we're moving to the Dominican Republic. So that will be my opportunity to write more. Okay, so fantastic. starting in a year, I'll be able to start writing more. Hopefully, it won't take as long as this one took, maybe a couple of years. Oh, all right. All right. So it's it it's not already scripted out. Excuse me, scripted out and ready to go. No. I would think it. I when I did mine, I did not write a second book right away, and so years have gone by and I haven't done it. But I keep threatening. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. So I probably am going to be on that. Um, be on that schedule, but hopefully it'll be a little faster. Yes, then, yes, awesome. So, how are you going to promote your books? Are you, uh, do you do book signings? Are you? I know you're doing these um, audio, you know, interviews. Are, do you want to do presentations? Um, there are um, book conferences that I keep getting invited to. Are they like? Um, I'm trying to think of the name of it. They're like book fairs or book markets, or are they? Yeah, actually, I think so. There's they, one in Los Los Angeles. There's one in Copenhagen, um, where I don't really want to travel to. That's kind of far away. Um, mm -hmm. uh, however, you, if there's one in France, I'll go. You'll go, okay? <laughs> or Spain, maybe? There are, I mean, they're all over the world. If they're market, if they're book, you know, book markets. Um, I have. I'm just wondering, if you, are there any specialty places you could go, like the Comic Con, where you could go as an author of a sci-fi book? That is a good idea. I because think they're, so. you, that's your target audience for sure. Yeah, I think we should definitely do that, and then I'll get to paint my whole body green again. That's right. Which is a lot of work, by the way. I imagine. I, I could. I wish I could show you um, pictures because um, they're awesome. The the picture of me painting green is awesome. And then it has other clothing on top of it, right? Oh, for sure. Okay. It'd be weird okay. if it didn't. Yeah. No, it would no. be weird. <laughs> <laughs> now, do you... Uh, Tammy, I, you've been, you know, running your own business, writing your stuff, raising your kids. Do you also make it a habit to give back to others? Yes. So I'm part, I'm part of a group that helped me to realize this dream, to write this book. And so when there's other people that have dreams that involve writing, I um, am meeting with them to help them do what they are dreaming of doing, writing books. And um, I make myself available to read their books, to 
edit their books. Yeah. Um, yes, I have friends that are. That's really an awesome project, you know, to make avail- yourself available for people like that. So lots of people have dreams of writing books, but they have no idea how to make it happen. Right. Yes. And do you um, do you help them also understand some? Uh, you're an independently published author, correct? Um, yes. Okay, because I know that can be treacherous with the, um, you know, how much we we pay for. Uh, I I found it so, to pay for all of the different services that we utilize in order to get our books out. Uh, and so, do do you find that you can guide them, your your fellow writers? a little bit better when it comes to those things? I probably could, but it, um, I'm still struggling with it myself. So mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I totally I hear you. <laughs> is offer um, my experience. Mm-hmm. Is that mm-hmm. all I can do? That's, I mean, it is, it is challenging. I will say that, you know, I have, myself, you know, run into that wall of how can I do all the things, you know, it would be wonderful if I had, I, I sort of look at myself and I go, if I could have known then what I know now, would I have been patient enough to do the query letters that it takes to find a traditional publisher? That's because right, patience. You know, mm-hmm. Patience. I mean, if you want to take the time you know, you may. I in my, one of my workshops, I talk about people who. One of the biggest book selling series going is the Chicken Soup for the Soul books, and uh-huh. they were they were rejected by publishers 144 times, mm. and they kept at it. And event now, I mean, they're in you know that many countries around the world, and in many languages. I think it's something like over 40 languages. So it's really a matter of being willing to stick with it and believing in your your product. But that that way, they take advantage of the traditional publisher who gives you money up front and pays all the expenses. Right. So, so that, um, the, the, the publishers that I'm working with are mm-hmm. also helping me to write queries and send them out to traditional publishers so mm-hmm. they're following that. They're trying to get that um, going as well. And look, they created my books. They translated them into French and Spanish. Fantastic. I so know. you're happy with the service that they're providing you at this time. That's awesome. That's very good to hear. Yes. Now, I, you know, I am... Uh, I'm I'm so thrilled that you've been able to, you know, take your your childhood vision, and go through an entire lifetime and come back to that point in time and now create something that's moving you forward on a dream level, with awesome publishers and great opportunities to get it get your work out there. Um, do you have any special message for your, our listeners? I think if you need help to make your dreams come true, definitely ask for it and do whatever schooling you need to do to make it happen. Get whatever support you need. You don't 
the problem is you probably don't even know what you need. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. how true it is like writing groups. Um, you talk to other people who are doing the same thing. It's a good place to start if without spending a lot of money to go to writing groups where other people are trying to um, get their work out there and recognized. Yeah. Very good advice. And they're out there. They're affiliated with small community colleges or just writing clubs. And I, I bet they're on meetups. You know, I don't. Oh, probably, yeah. Probably you know, on meetups. Be easy to find them that way. Well, thank you very much, Tandy. You know, let me just repeat for our listeners that we have been speaking with Tandy Harwood about her science fiction novel, I Am Not the Moonlight Camp Killer, which is available on Kindle, Amazon, Barnes and Noble, in hardback, paperback, ebook, and audiobook. So as we bring this in for a landing, Tambi, I I'm, thank you so much for being part of the program today. It's fun to hear about what you've been accomplishing. And I want to thank our audience for listening and reminding them that if you have a dream you've always wanted to bring to reality and you'd like some guidance, send me an email. It's Susan at SusanShareko.com and let me know that you'd like to do a discovery call and then we can help get you um, started right away and going toward that dream. And it sounds like Tambi probably provides a similar kind of service if you reach out to her uh, as she as she becomes the person who might give you some really sound advice based on her personal experience. So is that true, Tammy? That is true. And uh, I, if you, I'm not necessarily giving out information on how to reach me at this point, although Susan knows how to reach me. Yes, and so does your publisher. <laughs> and so does my publisher. Yes. So, so let's... Let's say that's a plan. They can find you or me, and we'll help them along their way. Okay, then. Let's say bye for now, and have a great day.